Hey friends, this is Haley, host of Podcast 27, a podcast where I discuss personal stories, including topics such as mental health, ghost encounters, my favorite fast food fries, work experiences being a hairstylist and a dancer in the city, and more in random fashion with a guest for comedic relief. But most importantly, you're about to listen to one of my new favorite podcasts, 20 Tim Minutes, with the one and only amazing and hilarious host, Tim McCarthy. Bye. What's up, my party people? Episode 16 of 20 Tim Minutes. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. This is my 20-minute podcast that focuses on mental health with some humor. That introduction was done by Haley of Podcast 27. Like she said, she is also focusing on mental health through her podcast, which is why we linked up. Met her through Twitter with a gaggle of other podcasters that we chat and come up with ideas and all that stuff. Me and her are also Chicago Tony V stands, big fans. We're hopefully going to get adopted by him next year. That guy is a riot. So we share a lot of conversations about mental health and Chicago Tony V and how Chicago Tony V pretty much cures our mental health. She has a great podcast. Definitely check her out. We're going to do a joint episode coming up. Because we're kind of like the same person, mentally. Both married, both have a German Shepherd, and we drive our significant others crazy. And we're both hysterical. So I think she is somewhat related to me in the bipolar world. So she's my bipolar sister. But check out Haley with Podcast 27, Forever 27, right? That's what she said, Podcast 27. So that podcast is going to be forever. Never going to stop, never going to stop. But welcome back, 2010 Minutes. Thank you for rocking with me. 16 episodes in. The number 16 is my birthday, January 16th. So that's another number I kind of don't like, but I have to like. So 16, welcome. Episode 16. I actually just got my COVID shot, the second one, the Moderna, because I just realized there's two different ones because I don't pay attention to the news. So everyone was like, which one did you get? I was like, COVID light? I don't know. Like, what is the difference? But I got super sickish for the second one. I felt like my body had the flu, but I didn't. My wife, Lindsay, got super sick. She was on the couch for a while. I just felt like I was hungover without drinking. But if you get that shot, make sure to take a take an extra day off. I like still have like a little bit of like side effects from it all. And my head is just bumping. And I'm already sweating, but I figured the sweating is coming from this room. And I was also thinking, come the summertime, I don't know if I'm going to be able to record in this room because it is so hot. So I have the cat closet, but downstairs is the den where the dog stuff is, the dog den. So I might have to upgrade from the cat closet to the dog den come summer. So keep an eye out for that. So if you see a different background, if you watch my YouTube video, you'll know why. But the the COVID feeling definitely is, uh, is a thing I, I don't know how I feel overall. Like I took the shot. And hopefully everything kind of turns out right. I was talking to my buddy last night. It's like, when do you think we're going to stop wearing masks? Like this year or next year? And we were like, hey, probably next year. But even then, it's like, I think this is going to be a thing that goes on and on and on. Either way, mask or no mask, winter is slowly coming to an end. We are entering March. And I'm super excited about it. But March is one of those months that kind of get you. Because you're like, you know what? It's going to be, it's going to be nice soon. It's going to be real nice. But then March is like, nope, we're going to hit you with some snow, probably some like 20 below degree weather. We're going to get you. It doesn't start getting real nicer until April. Once you get to April, you're like, okay, we got this. 
back in 1995, we had a huge storm out here. And it was on April Fool's Day. So obviously the news and the newspapers had a field day with that. We didn't see it coming. So we had a huge snowstorm on April Fool's Day. And uh, <laughs> we were had by Mother Nature, let me tell you. I'm glad that the snow is coming to an end. The snow and the weather is not good for me and my mental health, which I've uh, been pretty open about. But then I realized I was talking to my therapist <clears throat> recently and I talked about how I realized just then when I was talking to her that my seasonal depression didn't hit me so early. Well, it didn't really hit me at all this this winter as bad as it used to. Like in February, I was talking to her and I was like, wait, I was like, I usually get super depressed in November. And I, I'm like so proud of myself. And I, and I told her that that I made it this far without not even realizing that I had to worry about my seasonal depression. And the summer, I, I, I gave myself a heads up that I, I, I knew it was coming. I was like, are you going to get prepared? Got to make sure you find the signs. Let it, let it get by you. Don't let it affect you. And it hasn't. And it's super surprising. I haven't had to use my little light box either. You know the little light box you turn on to make yourself feel better with the fake light? Didn't even have to bust that out yet. And we're in March right now? Like, Barry Horowitz, pat yourself on the back. Very proud of myself, how well I've been doing. And it's not just because of me, my wife, my friends, my family. Definitely helped me out with that. This podcast has helped me out super with my mental health and just staying busy. Especially in the whole COVID world where we don't really have much to do. This has been a great hobby for me, even if I don't have uh, a lot of listeners or fans. I do it for myself. It's been so fun. And the fact that it's been helping my mental health is even that much better. And again, we we always kind of say it's kind of weird to feel proud of yourself, to say it too. Like you can feel it, like oh, I'm so proud of myself. But to say it out loud, it kind of feels whack in a way. Like when, <clears throat> when people see, I, I feel still so sick from this COVID thing. When people are like too positive, it, it kind of feels lame, but it shouldn't be. Like people that are negative or make fun of people that like is quote unquote funny. Like, why is that? Like I should be able to be like, oh, I'm so proud of myself. And I am like, I don't care about that anymore because I am proud of myself of what I've accomplished, what I've done, where I see where I am, where my therapist pointed out where I am from when she saw me, she's listened to the podcast. She's, she, she laughs at what I've done. And she was like, so proud to see how far I've come. So it is good. So props to me, uh, <laughs> making it through winter, almost coming in the final stretch. I can't wait for the summer. I have zero plans, but I would rather sweat outside than sweat in the cat closet. Let me tell you, let me tell you, went out with friends last night, did some ax throwing. Ax throwing's pretty sweet. I want to go to one of those like smash rooms where you go in and just smash things in a room with like a baseball bat and you have like photos of like things you don't like or like you break up a fax machine, like it's office space. We got to find one of those. I got to do an episode in the smash room. I'll be sweating balls in there. Let me tell you, I wanted to go over a little bit about anxiety, which I have all the time, but sometimes I don't realize I have it or I forget I have it until certain situations and I was asking people, like, how do they cope when they know they're having anxiety issues? And I don't really know what I do. I, I know I get, like, really tensed up. And I think everything for me is to just go to bed and hit the reset button. Whoever said go to don't go to bed angry is wrong. Well, for me, at least. If I'm angry, I'm going right to bed. 
Get, let's hit the restart button. The poor man's time travel. Let me go right to bed and we'll reset this clock. I know exercise is a big one with anxiety, but even with exercise for me, like when I started to go to the gym, I would like eat at, I would eat like at a van before I went to the gym because I was so anxious of dealing with people in the gym. I think going for a walk is really good. A lot of people brought that up, but my negative of life sometimes, I'm like, I'm not getting up. I'm just going to lay here and be still with my anxiety. So I do try to find little things that help me out. But again, my, my anxiety has, has subsided pretty much when it comes to that. I was thinking about this the other day. I go to this convenience store on the way to work almost every day. And these two guys that work there crack me up and I chat with them all the time. I would drive by it all the time on my way to work. And I would never stop there because I was so anxious about going into somewhere new, not knowing what anything is, having conversations with people I don't know, starting new conversations. Like this is the type of anxiety I have where I think of things that don't even matter or won't happen. Like I'm too worried about talking to somebody about something or like going in a store and I don't, don't know where anything is. And I have to have like these dumb little conversations, but I finally went in there and it's like my favorite convenience store. Like that's the type of anxiety I have. Like, I feel like another good thing about like, not a good thing, but like another example of anxiety is thinking about things that obviously that aren't going to happen, but they could like, I always think about like, I'm driving and I'm eating my food. Like what happens if I just choke in my car? What do I do? What would you do? John Quixote's, what would you do? You're driving around eating a junior bacon cheeseburger. Then you just start choking on like a busy intersection. You just honk on your horn, stop, jump out, tell someone you're choking. And then you get run over. Like it's Final Destination 15. Oh my God. That's the, that's my anxiety. Like it sounds like a joke, but I've definitely thought in that thought process all the time where I'm eating. I'm like, what is if I choke in my car? And then all of a sudden I wake up and I'm at the convenience store. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to buy? Is, does anyone else do that? Or am I just crazy? Same thing with like plane crashes. Like when I'm on a plane, in my head, I, I'm probably lying to myself, but in my head, if there was a plane going down and I was on it, I feel like I wouldn't care. I would just, I, I always think of like, what song would I listen to while the plane was going down? Like Foo Fighters, There Goes My Hero, like, there go. And then I'm just sitting there with my music on. Everyone's like screaming. Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably be crying. I'd be crying real bad. See that thing where the, the part of the plane fell in someone's house like it was Donnie Darko? That's scary. Not the movie. That movie stinks. You want to talk about an all-time overrated movie? Donnie Darko. I've watched that like three different times in three different decades. Never did anything for me. The only thing that's good about that movie is Patrick Swayze. Anything with Patrick Swayze in it is pretty good. I'll watch it. I'll watch that. That scene. And that's it. But again, I was asking other people what they do. And I feel like a lot of uh, coping mechanisms people have is like exercise, their medication, and sleep. For me, uh, my medication does help. Sleep obviously helps and exercise when I can pull myself to go do it definitely helps. But I would love to hear uh, from other people's perspectives of what they do to help their anxiety. I know a lot of the times like going out with big crowds is a big one, even though I don't like that anymore. Unless I'm with my friends. If I do it by myself, I can't handle it. But if I have like a crowd with me, I can handle it. I don't know why that is. I feel like because I have like a team with me and I'm more team oriented than than being like a solo guy, even though I do a solo podcast. I like having a show with me because I obviously love to entertain people. 
So if I have like a group of friends that I'm with, I, I feel 10 times more comfortable than I would be by myself. So I had a blast last night throwing axes. I'm pretty good with the axes. I want to get one made up in my backyard, but probably won't because I don't know how to do anything handy. Lately, a lot of people have been saying a lot of nice things about the podcast, which is uh, super nice, especially when it comes from random people that I don't know on the on the podcast. Like on Twitter, we have a lot of friends and stuff that will tag each other and say like, oh, you should listen to this. You should listen to that. And I get a lot of those. And I'm tagged in a lot, of, a lot of them and I know most of them, but then there's some that I'm like, who is this person? Just a random person that I don't know will shout out my show and say how much they enjoy it. And it's so cool because I don't know who they are. So if you listen to this show and I don't personally know you, please say hello because I need to know who listens to this show that I don't know because I am so intrigued by that. And it's so cool. And if you have said nice things about this podcast, I'd never forget it. I actually, is it vain? Would I be vain that I do this? That I screenshot everything that someone has nice has said nice to me about the podcast. Is that even a sentence I just put together? Anyone that has said something nice about the podcast, I will screenshot it and keep it in like a little folder on my computer. Because it's just so cool to have that someone would take the time out of their day to not even listen, but to be like, hey man, I really enjoyed your podcast. I'm like, shit, that's really cool. Like my friends over with uh, Gamers Watch, uh, the Gamers Watch crew, the Gamers Watch podcast, the video game podcast, they shout me out on their uh, their recent episode saying a lot of nice things. So if you're a video game geek, go uh, go listen to them as well. But yeah, my friends over the pond, a lot of British people uh, I love. Brit- the, the Brits and the Australians I'm always up with because I work overnights, so I'm always chatting with them. Top tier accents, let me tell you. People make fun of, not make fun, but people who love the Boston accent will make fun of it. I'm, I'm sick of it, obviously, but the Brits, the Irish, the Australians, top tier accents. Can't get enough of them. Another thing I noticed with mental health, it seems a lot more popular and talked about in England and the UK. Every time I run into one of these podcasts or one of these people on Instagram, they're always from over there. And I don't know if they just have better... Um, people like what is it like advocates that talk about it or if it's not too taboo out there because over here in the states it seems like it's a little like tough to deal with but I feel like everyone's just so open over there unless they're the only ones doing podcasts and there's like a handful of us over here but definitely want to get to the bottom of that so where are all my Brits at holler at your boy I appreciate you guys uh, always saying something nice to me but let me know so recently it's kind of off topic, but Abby and Brittany Hensel, do you guys know who they are? I used to be obsessed with them and their show. They're these conjoined twins that can't be separated. And they had like a TV show on TLC and they came up in my head. And I haven't seen them probably since 2011. So I tried to look for them online, could not find them whatsoever. Like no social media, nothing. The last thing I could read about them was they were teachers and um, it's super fascinating. Like I'm not even making fun of them. Like look them up. You will go down a dark, like a, like a, a deep, deep hole reading about them. But I thought about it because like they're conjoined twins and they probably get stared at everywhere, which they've talked about, but to not be on social media as like, however old they are, like 25 year old girls. Um, I commend them, but then I realized that they're probably not on social media because people now are more ruthless than before. Like, if you're on social media, like, talking shit, like, come on, man. 
Like, I don't get why people do that. It makes themselves feel better, but it's like, what? Like, with you saying something so negative, like, what is your accomplishment to have someone else be like, you know what? I agree with you. Like, what are you getting out of that? The hate that is on the internet is insane. If you hate somebody because they have a different view or different colored skin or sexuality or whatever, why do you give a shit? Honestly, it, it blows my mind. The number of people that say hateful shit in the real world too and online about people's different beliefs, way of life, anything. If it doesn't affect you, why do you give a shit? Why do you give a shit? I'll never understand that. Never understand it. I love everybody equally. Like, if you're cool, you're cool. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. It's easy as that. I don't care what you are, who you are, what you claim you are, anything. I do not give a shit. I care about you as a person, but if it doesn't affect my life, don't care. Either way, someone needs to find me, Abby and Brittany Hensel, and what they're up to. Because hopefully, they're living a good life as teachers. And I need to find that out. I really do. I absolutely do. So, I'm trying to keep this under 20 minutes this week. I'm trying to do a good job. Again, thank you to Haley, Podcast 27. We're going to be doing an episode coming up. My song of the week was my pump-up jam today it was is mala i believe it's called notorious it's one of those edm jams but it has the uh the samples from uh notorious big biggie smalls christopher wallace listen to that it's a good jam and then we brought this movie up last night uh everybody wants some it's pretty much like days and confused but it's in the 80s and they play baseball i don't know where you can watch it right now but it is very underrated, and I feel like it's way better the second time around. Second time around. What song? But yeah, go check that out. Mala Notorious for Song Suggestion of the Week. And then Everybody Wants a Movie Suggestion of the Week. Episode 16. In the books. Put it on the list. Put it on there. Put it on the board. Thank you, guys. I always try to end something... And with something on each episode that we should do for positivity. So if you have any suggestions, let me know. But I think today, uh, this week, you should compliment somebody random. Just say something nice to somebody when you see them. Whatever it could be. What I do, and I feel like I'm turning into one of those creeps from um, from Mary Lou's Coffee. But I'm big into women's fashion. I love when Lindsay asks me about certain things with like purses or clothes. I feel like I got the style for women's fashion. Not so much men's fashion. I just wear goofy t-shirts and skinny jeans. But if I see a nice set of nails on a girl, I'll be like, hey, I love your nails. Those are nice. I'm not even hitting on you. I just send them a nice nails. You probably paid way too much for them, but they're nice. So go out there and compliment somebody this week. I love you guys. Take care. And you know what? Time's up. Have a good one. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.